Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Pickery Elvis Treasury, Season 2 of the PAL, Chapter 4, Paragraph 9, Perak Dalad Mishnatet, Rabbi Yishmol Beno Omer, Rabbi Yishmol, Rabbi Yosef Bar Chalavta, Son says, Achoshech Atzmo Min Hadin, one who withdraws from judgment, Porak Mimenu Eva Vegazal Ushavuashav, removes from himself hatred, robbery, and the responsibility for an unnecessary oath. But one who is too self-confident in issuing a legal decision is a fool, wicked, and arrogant of spirit. So quick Mishnah, but always good comments and thoughts to think about from the different Mishnahs. Rabbi Shmuel's son, was the, he was the oldest of Rabbi Yossi Bar Chalavta's son. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yossi Bar Chalavta, he was the oldest of Rabbi Yossi Bar Chalavta's son, C48. And Rabbi Yossi was his primary teacher. Almost all of Rabbi Shmuel's halachic quotations are cited in his father's name, C. Yavamos. His admiration for his father can be seen in his comparison of the differences between his own generation and that of his father to the difference between sand and gold from Yerushalmi Gittin. His life parallels his father's many respects. Both resided in Sipori, served as halachic educators, and were confidants of the royal house of the Nasi. The Nasi in Rabbi Shmuel's time was Rabbi Yehuda HaNasi, who spoke glowingly of him. Happy is the generation who enjoys the presence of you and Rabbi Chia from Yerushalmi Megillah. So one who withdraws from judgment, if more competent judges are available to settle a legal dispute, one should withdraw in their favor. Otherwise, the most qualified judge has responsibility to accept the case from Rav Yonah. Rashi interprets that a judge should attempt to bring about compromises rather than render definitive judgments. Alternatively, Rashi explains that this is addressed to the litigants. The disputants should find a way to compromise and engineer an out-of-court settlement rather than allow their case to go to trial. Removes himself from hatred, the losing litigant often resents the judge, convinced that he did not sufficiently weigh the merits of his arguments. One who withdraws from serving as a judge or who convinces the litigants as we turn the page, hold on, sorry, compromise, if he makes sure to not have to worry about dealing with the judge in such a way, he avoids being subjected to this hatred. Likewise, this is directed to the litigants. By arranging an amicable compromise, both of the parties will conclude the case without harboring animosity toward each other. Robbery, a judge is always at risk of issuing an erroneous decision, effectively depriving one of the parties of what is legally his. By refraining from accepting the stroller by suggesting a compromise, one avoids this pitfall from Rav, and the litigant may be tempted to bend the facts, thus robbing his adversary of his rightful property. Compromise enables one to avoid this type of larceny. From Rashi. And the responsibility for an unnecessary oath, a judge may incorrectly and unnecessarily obligate a disputant to swear. From Rav to verses 12 Rav Yonah, alternatively this may refer to one of the litigants convinced of the correctness of his position, he may temp- be tempted to swear falsely, thus violating one of the Ten Commandments from Rashi and Ram. An out-of-court settlement allows one to avoid all of these ethical and halachic pitfalls. One who is too self-confident in issuing legal decisions is refers to one who has no fear of ruling incorrectly and who does not take the time or patience to investigate the matter thoroughly, weighing all the arguments again and again from Rashi and Rav. Two types of people are in this category, one who is too sure of his knowledge and who renders decisions presumptuously without providing sources of proof, confident that if he is challenged, he possesses sufficient legal prowess to defend his ruling, and one who contentiously seeks to justify his mistaken rulings. Machzevich interprets this as a reference to self 
self-appointed legal experts who arrogantly seek opportunities to display their skill. A fool, only a fool is conceited enough to assume a judicial role recklessly and to issue decisions in haste. For Maganova, such a misguided person foolishly and arrogantly takes credit for Torah knowledge which is not his. Furthermore, he never realizes his mistakes from Rashi. Rav Yona emphasizes that one who is wise in his own eyes is the ultimate fool, for he will never repent. And only a fool will voluntarily earn himself enemies. One should be careful about all of these things. And wicked, he is wicked since his behavior indicates that he had learned Torah with the ulterior motive of self-aggrandizement from Rashi. One who fears God would never rush headlong into a situation where mistakes are so prevalent from Rav Yonah. Someone unafraid to issue erroneous rulings and unconcerned that he may cause others to lose their money or swear falsely is a wicked person. Arrogant of spirit, one who is incompetent or unfit for judicial office but seeks in any way displays unmitigated arrogance. His pursuit of power and authority is haughtiness personified, for he is mainly interested in in impressing people with his ability to educate quickly yet wisely from Rashi and Rav Yonah. At the bottom of the page, know the facts. Every halachic decision is really comprised of two distinct areas of knowledge. One, one must know the pertinent citations from the corpus of halachic literature, and two, one must have a thorough and accurate understanding of the details of the case so that he can correctly choose the applicable rulings. The slightest difference in even a minute detail could affect the propriety of the educator's approach. He may walk a very fine line between permitting and forbidding the acting question and may easily and inadvertently step over the line if he does not correctly understand the relevant, fa- relevant facts of that particular situation. It is because of the second condition, the absolute necessity of ascertaining the facts, that the power to rule on halakhic questions, even those regarding which the law is clear and well-known, was given to Torah scholars rather than to the masses. See Chazon Ish in the collected letters. So join us next time as we talk about not acting as a judge alone here on the PAL with Tani G and I'm your host Tani G